0: In my yard, there grows a grapevine. When I first moved to this house, I was eager to see the growth that would soon come about for this stark, naked, woody vine that was doing nothing of itself at that point in the year. After waiting through the whole summer, I began to see fruit growth and I'd check under the beautiful lush green leaves each day to see had more developed. One day I did see a perfectly formed cluster about the size of my palm, and there each perfectly formed grape was hanging, not as a typical cluster should, downward with the single grape at the bottom, but it was actually standing upright on the branch like a Christmas tree with a single grape at the top. And I'd shake my head and say, wait a minute, it's not supposed to be that way. We've had quite a year, and many times during this past year, we've had to shake our heads and say the same thing. This has not supposed to be like this. Our, our experiences have left us winded, and many times so fatigued that we have just simply gone into routine behavior, routine that helps keep our health and mindset in a good place. Well, in our first reading today, we have in the Acts, the Book of Acts, Barnabas presenting Saul to the early Christian community, trying to convince them that yes, indeed, he is worth taking a risk on, that he has been converted and is willing now to give his life to spreading the good news. Saul having to stand up as a credible partner where the early Christians scratching their heads saying, wait a minute, is he really one of us? He hasn't behaved that way. We know in ministry, in spiritual life, in the church, that predictability is not always going to be something that we can count on. People are erratic, and the Spirit of God is absolutely organic and does not conform to any kind of guide or mindset that we have that would contain her. So in the Gospel, then, we have this story of the divine vine grower. And if you have ever pruned anything, and believe me, I am a reluctant pruner, then you know what the vine grower is in for. So often when I place my blade on the vine or on the rose bush in late winter, I do so with hesitancy. Why would I want to cut something that looks so good and healthy at this point? But it's always with the knowledge that for the health of the bush, for the health of the flower, the tree, that the pruning must be done. And so the vine grower goes about his business, pruning, clipping, guiding, teasing growth along the trellis of our lives. We have the example of this In the gospel, the words are that the vine grower cuts both the good branches and those that are not bearing fruit. I don't know if that struck me as hard in the past as it does this year, that we don't have the freedom to be able to present ourselves to God and say, ta-da, this is the part that I'm most proud of. This is the part of myself that I really would prefer you not to prune. When the the vine grower prunes the vine, prunes us, the good, as well as that which not bears fruit, will be pruned. We're gonna get cut either way. But ultimately, I think what strikes me is that this is There's no way I can go forward unless I trust. It has to be about trust. And it's easy to say that I will trust someone, I'll trust you if ultimately I see the logic in what is being proposed. But when there is no logic about the pruning process or no logic in what I am being asked to surrender or release control of, the trust is that much more difficult. Our lives are a partnership, a partnership with an unpredictable God, a God whose love can be counted on, but the way this God behaves in our lives will be spontaneous, will be unpredictable. And if I can learn to live with a loose grasp, not clinging to what I really want to be, then I can allow what is, what will be. The growth that comes from that, the healing, the potential wholeness, just as with a vine or a rose bush or a beautiful tree that's been trimmed at the proper time, is something that I think the readings of this weekend call us to. Can I surrender my desire to put my my best self forward and have God then behave and act as I would want God to? Or can I surrender to the vine grower, my entire self, and therefore allowing what's deepest in my heart to be something that flourishes because the pruning has taken place?